Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to another episode of Finance Simplified, the podcast which is about Innova Captive Limited IPO summary. So, let's get started. So, as usual, let's get started with what does the company do and we'll also understand what are the different business segments for the company, right? So, first of all, we have to understand that Innova Captive Limited is an integrated pharmaceutical company involved in the research and development, manufacturing, marketing and distribution and exports of whatever. Wait. So, if we go one by one, it's a pharmaceutical company. Okay, simple. It's going to be medicines basically, pharma company. But they call it as an integrated pharmaceutical company. Means what? It's It has multiple things in, in that company. Like what? Multiple things like what? They do research, they do development, they do manufacturing, they do marketing, they do distribution, they do export. Everything. It's an integrated pharmaceutical company. But it, all these things of what? Of names are very simple. Of tablets, capsules, ointments, liquid orals, dry powder injections and dry syrups. Now let's understand that, okay, they are manufacturing medicines and whatever ointments and this and that. But are they having separate business segments for their business or not? So for that, if you see, there are three major business segments. First one, they call it as CDMO or the Contract Development and Manufacturing Organization. Second one is Domestic Branded Generics Business and third one is International Branded Generics Business. So first, let's understand what is this? What do we mean by CDMO? See, the name itself tells us what is the meaning. Contract Development and Manufacturing Organization. So what are they going to do? They are going to develop the medicines. They are going to manufacture the medicines. But they are doing that on a contractual basis. Okay. So someone else is telling them to manufacture these medicines and then they are going to give it back to that vendor. Now who could these vendors be? Who could the, these customers be? Now they are key customers. Did I say vendor? It should have been a customer, right? Who are these customers? Customers are like Sipla, Glenmark, Walkhart, MQR, Lupin, Mankind and many more. And I'm sure everyone has heard about these names. So let me give you a quick example. Let's say Sipla tells this company that we want you to manufacture XYZ medicine. Okay. They'll take the contract. They'll manufacture it. They'll ensure that the branding of Sipla is done. Okay. They'll give it and Sipla will sell it in their name. Okay. So this is nothing but about CDMO segment. What is the second one? Domestic branded generic business. So basically here in the second category, they are, uh, they are manufacturing, they are developing the medicine, they are manufacturing it and they are themselves selling it. This, this is not a contract. They are doing it by themselves. Okay. And typically it's, it, it falls into the generics business category. I'm sure you know about this. Generics are typically sold at a lower price as compared to the branded medicines. Their medicinal value is the same. The components inside uh, the tablet or whatever medicine, they are the same. It's just that the brand is not that well known. And that is the reason why they fall into the generic medicine category. Third one is international branded generics. Okay, but now that we have understood the three segments, we have to understand which of these is important. Where is the business focusing on? How much is the revenue generated from these segments? You will understand. First, let's check fiscal year 23. CDMO, the contract ones, was contributing to 73% of the revenue. Domestic branded generics where they are manufacturing, they are selling under their name 17.94, almost 18% and international branded is around 8.71. But wait, if you want to understand the, uh, you know, the overall inclination of the management, let's take three years data. Now, if you see from financial year 21 to 23, you will see that CDMO total re percentage revenue from operations has gone down from 90% to 73%. Whereas domestic branded generics that has gone from 0% to almost 18%. In fact, I read in the management discussion also that management is saying they're wanting to focus more and more on domestic branded generics. Why? Profit margin is higher in this. 
more the profit margin better will be for the company and that is the reason why they are focusing more on domestic branded generics okay now that basic uh, company understanding is done and we have also understood the business segments revenues now let's focus on the industry analysis and for that global pharmaceutical market by value overall it grew at 5% cagr from 17 to 22 but now it is expected to grow at 4.5 to 5% cagr which is to be honest more or less on a similar side but this is what us billion dollars valuation is all these numbers we are talking about okay this is global market this is the indian market now all these are in rupees trillion but if i check the cagr 18 to 23 cagr was around 9% and again it is estimated to grow at 9 to 10% only from 23 to 28 but if you compare global expected cagr for pharma versus indian expected cagr for pharma we are almost double on one side we should be happy that the pharma sector has a good potential to grow because the demand is going to be more but on the other side we should also be feeling sad because that means that more and more people are going to need more and more medication the health parameter of people is going down and that is the reason why they are going to consume more and more pharma so as an individual i feel bad but you know from a company analysis perspective good for the industry good for the company right now moving on to the financials of the company revenue from operations if i if i'm talking about fiscal 21 to 23 it has been continuously growing if i talk about profit for the year again has been growing ebitda has been growing of course i've also jotted down few numbers if i were to talk about cagr revenue growth is at 50.19% profit growth is about 40.34% ebitda growth at around 48.29% so all in all pretty much decent right good ones ROE and ROC both also seem to be good enough one thing i noticed was debt to equity ratio was increasing from 0.31 to 1.21 and even if i'm talking about the pro forma 6 uh, months so here fiscal 23 basically you can see here it has increased to 1.32 but it's okay even if i'm talking about 1.21 from a level of 0.31 it means that they are increasing their debt now why are they increasing is there any reason for that we are going to check that in another minute or two so immediately if you come here there are certain expansion plans for the company so they are wanting to open a new manufacturing facility at jammu and kashmir and that is the reason why to do that capex they need money and that is the reason why they have taken debt okay now logically we have to understand that if they have taken more debt does the management intend to repay that debt as well and if they intend to do that they need money and if they need money can they collect money from the ipo answer is yes and when we discuss this at the end of the video i'll again explain this but they are having this ipo divided into two parts one is a fresh issue and one is like an ofs okay ofs will go to the promoters selling promoters but fresh issue whatever money is received that will be received by the company and they can use a part of that for the debt repayment okay now you might be like why jammu and kashmir why not any other state so for that again it has been mentioned in the prospectus but in simple words they want to avail fiscal incentive what is the incentive they'll get reimbursement of gst paid through cash and itc itc is basically an input tax credit it is a main motive to open the facility in jammu okay so basically they are going to get some tax benefits is what you can understand that that is the reason why they are opening up this new manufacturing facility in jammu now that all these things are also understood let's quickly come to the valuation if you see company uh, p valuation at a lower and a higher band is 30.08 upper band 31.63 p of the industry is 32.16 so again you understand whether it's overvalued undervalued similarly for pb 7.39 7.78 as compared to industry which is at 5.72 going ahead with the risks key risks i think this is one of the key risks because if you see here see whenever we are talking about pharmaceutical company even if we say make in india everything la 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 whatever but even today we are dependent on china and that's a fact to 
into i mean the raw material which they require for manufacturing of these medicines tablet whatever that majority of the raw material even today comes from china but how much have a look at this imported raw material from china china icz and hong kong as a percentage of our cost of imported raw material fiscal year 21 91% 91.85 2022 90.03 2023 75.41 it is decreasing but i don't know what has what's wrong but for the 3 months ended 30 june 2023 100% 100% of the raw material was imported from china okay so obviously if there is some political issue <clears throat> if if there is some geopolitical issue or some social risk something like corona outbreak again i'm sure you have been reading the news well this can be a, a a pain point for the company will be a short term but yes it can be a pain point right second one is the moment it's a pharmaceutical sector company there are a lot of regulations uh, you know for i mean be it domestic be it something related to the us approvals or other exports any other countries related approvals all these could uh, you know affect the business of the company its operations and its financial condition also moving ahead with the ipo details uh, the price band is 426 to 448 uh, the issue opens on 21st of december and is going to close on 26th of december bonus is going to list on both bsc as well as nsc and as i mentioned it's a mix of fresh issue as well as ofs you know the reason why they are coming up with a fresh issue as well right the gmp is 22.32 not that big but ipo has already been subscribed 1.03 times within first half day of opening subscribing 1.03 times is a good one again so uh, that is it about the ipo details thank you for joining us on this episode of finance simplified i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and also found some value in it if you did don't forget to share it with your friends and relatives till then take care jai hind